Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check-In at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing The Curse of Episode 11 of Last Twilight. Okay, so I have thought about doing this podcast all week, but quite frankly, my semester started in college and I'm like, I've been pedaling and I'm almost a week ahead of my class schedule. I'm like, okay, I feel comfortable doing this podcast because I only have one paragraph left on my paper that's due on Monday. So I'm like, our Wednesday actually is counting. Anyway, I'm like, I will be fine. <laughs> so I decided to do this podcast today, but episode 11 of Last Twilight, I don't know what everyone else thought, but I was like, I wanted to go up today and give him a few choice words, actually more than a few. I wanted to sit him down and have a treatise on how you do not treat people poorly, especially if they happen to have a name that starts with M and ends with K. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> I understand that with GMN TV, series is they always seem to trash episode 11 it's like you can guarantee that something tragic sad horrible is probably going to happen in episode 11 of gmm tv bl productions i mean it's just something that we've come to expect as viewers however i will say this time i was like Piaf is like my all-time favorite director. So I am not saying this bad about Piaf. I mean, he is brilliant. He did Bad Buddy. If he did nothing else, I would think he's a mastermind. So I'm like, I have nothing but good to say about Piaf. However, I will say I was sitting there with the with the end of episode 11 with Mock pulling against the side of the house and going, what the are the writers thinking? I mean, no offense at all, but we have a lovely moment where, actually not so lovely moment, where Day goes into surgery for his eyes. Mock and Day's mom kind of make peace with one another. Although I will say at the beginning of episode 11, I think it's in part one, I had a major problem with Mock's mom. I'm not mom, I'm not son, Day's mom. Because Day's mom basically says that her son is disabled, that he's incapable of taking care of himself. Therefore, she doesn't want him to endure with Mock because he needs someone who's like there 24-7. And Mock is like, I don't think about Day as being disabled. He can't see, but that does not make him a disabled human being incapable of living a normal life. And I think that the the saddest thing to me almost about the whole series, other than the travesty of Day being a really unlikable human being, I mean, he just doesn't redeem himself from episode one to episode 11. I'm going... I'm sure Piaf will pull a magnificent rabbit out of the hat and they will probably become a decent human being by episode 12, which airs tonight. But I'm like, you know, at this point, I think Day's overall horrible attitude and way of relating to others is the worst thing in this series. But the second worst thing in this series is that his mother has always seen him as somehow incapable I'm going, even before he was blind, she makes the comment that she thinks that he was somehow disabled before he was blind. I'm like, he wasn't disabled. He had a heck of an attitude, but you know, <laughs> so do many able-bodied people. <laughs> so I'm like, that doesn't make him disabled. It just makes him very uncomfortable to live around. But 
his mother's no shining light of attitude either. So I'm like, you know, I don't know. But anyway, so we have that at the beginning of episode 11 with his mom saying that he's disabled and Mock saying he can't see, but that doesn't make him disabled. And for some reason, he sees something in me, which is why I want to be with him. So Mock's mom, that's them be together. Although I'm like, both Mock and Day are adults. They're in their 20s. They can make their own decision without parental consent. I'm going, you know, if my kid was in his 20s, I'm like, I may or may not like who they're with, but at that point, it's none of my business. I'm like, I'm not a mom yet, but I'm going, you love who you love, be happy. I'm going, why does he need permission? So anyway, so we have that whole conundrum, as it were. Then we go to the surgery, and when the surgery is done, the the surgery does not work. The eye has an infection. It doesn't let the tissues fuse. So the cornea surgery was all in vain. Now, I do think there was a very valid point that at least two people have made on YouTube. I cannot remember their names. I'm sorry. But they commented in like some of the MV videos that were came in, coming out recently in the last week. And they said, you know, everyone's sad that they did not have a successful surgery. But the whole point of Day being blind would have been kind of negated in the storyline if he had gained back his sight. Because by being blind, he gained empathy. By being blind, he met Mock. If he wasn't blind, he probably would have far less empathy and be far less able to do what he needs to do in life, as weird as that may sound, than if he were seen. And I'm going, you know, that's a very interesting way to look at it. Because... About three weeks ago, somebody put in the comments, they were like, you know, it's the very blindness of day that allowed him to meet Mock. And I'm like, you know, when you think about it that way, considering who Mock is and who Day is, I'm like, Day could not do better than Mock. I'm like, you know, it has nothing to do with gender. It has nothing to do with orientation. It has nothing to do with anything. I'm like, Day could not do better than Mock. So if Day had to be blind to meet Mock, I'm like, it was totally worth it for Day to be blind to meet Mock. Now, I do not believe, how did I say this, that that's really the way the world has to work out, that you have to have tragedy to have things work out in your life in other ways. But I do think that sometimes tragedy can prove a catalyst that puts us in places we never would have been on our own because we were kind of pushed there. And it's like, it's how we utilize that tragedy that counts. So at the end of the day, Jay is still blind. Mock is there and he's like, you know, we really are back at square one. Nothing's changed. I'm not leaving you. It's going to be okay. And you're not leaving me, I hope. <laughs> but, you know, I think this brings up a very important point between Mock and Day's relationship. And it's the point that causes them to unravel in the end, which... I haven't seen a lot of people talking about, which I think is very interesting given human psyche and nature and how people work. But Mock doesn't think he's good enough for Day. I have no idea why Mock doesn't think he's good enough for Day because I'm like, in many ways, Mock is too good for Day. I'm like, you know, I know Mock went to prison. I know he didn't behave the best when he was younger. But I'm like, that really is irrelevant in how he treats Day. 
they could not do better. But Locke is constantly thinking that he is somehow less of a person than they deserves to be with. So like at the end of this episode, when they have that little altercation, which no offense, that whole altercation at the end with the big fight, that really wasn't that big of a fight. And then Mock just leaving and they just sitting there getting hugged by his mother. I'm like, I went to his mother. I'm sorry. I wouldn't be hugging day. I'd be sitting there going, no day. You didn't do the right thing. You need to get off your, your, your seat and go and make it right with day. I'm like, you know, I don't mean it where I'm going. Somebody needs to give Day a talking to that doesn't care what he thinks or about his feelings at that moment. I'm like, you know, forget your feelings. Let's talk about how you treat people. So anyway, I don't know. Maybe it's the Midwesterner in me. I don't know. It comes up with the British part of me and interpretrains in this very weird way. But anyway, I'm like, at the end scene, though, when Mock and Day break up, Monk does not do anything to stop that breakup. The reason being is he doesn't think he's worth fighting for the relationship for, that they can do better. So he just leaves and ends up crumpled against a wall, bawling his eyes out. Whereas Day is being a selfish little, never mind, any word you're thinking of, we can interject there. And I think the worst part of that whole argument that happened and I think it was Venus Estria on her Zero Two channel mentioned she did a brilliant post if you have not seen her post let me see here it was oh I'm trying to think when it was bear with me one moment I'm going there right now I will drop it in a link but her post was absolutely brilliant she did it about two days ago um, it's now January 26th so she did this post on January 24th but I'm not going to read the whole post because I don't want to do anything that would be copyright infringement. But it is a brilliant post that just cements how bad Day acted. Because Mock really helped Day become more outgoing. He helped him repair his relationships with his family, his mother, his brother, his friends at college. Mock helped him get out of the house. Um, conversely, Day, I'm sorry, conversely, Mock, when he decided to care about Day, he basically put everything on the line. I mean, he had a really good job going. He was making like 56000 THB a month, I think. That's, that's very good money in Thailand. I'm going, you know, he threw away his job. He threw away all that, he dealt with the fact that Day's mother was going to be furious when she found out. She did not care. He just was like, we are going to do what we need to to be there for Day. I mean, everything that Mock could do to be there for Day, he did. The one point, like, I think it's in the middle of this, this whole episode, like in part two and three, Mock goes to Songkla to work at a fancy hotel to work as a cooking staff. And he takes Day with him because that way they can hang out in the evenings and have like maybe a day together. Just so it proves to mother that they are okay on their own. Although I don't know why he needs to prove that since he took him all the way to the mountain and back. I'm going, you know, I don't mean it weird, but. Okay, whatever. So anyway, they have them on. But the other thing that you get to see during that time at Songclaw is there is a very interesting part that 
I really do like Piaf and how he does his directing because there's a scene with the mother, Day's mom and Knight. And she, and Knight is like, you know, Day's going to be fine. And Day's mom is like, I'm not worried about Day. And he says, you're not worried about Day? She says, no, I'm worried about Mock because Mock, you know, has been a caretaker for Day for a long while. Now they're in relationship. They're getting closer together. Things will come up because they care about one another so much. And Mock cares so much and is so worried that something bad will happen today and that he will not be adequately prepared, that he is like on constant high alert. And because of that, it could make very small problems seem very massive and silly things that really shouldn't matter at all could end up mattering way too much. And I really think at the end of the day, that whole discussion between Knight and Day's mom really is a very good example of what went wrong in the end scene. Now, the end scene is way more layered than that because like Venus Astria Zero Two channel mentions and also like a couple of other people mentioned in a couple of recent videos of hers on um, Mock and Day and Last Twilight that, that came out this week, you know, this is a multi-layered problem with the breakup of Mock and Day. However, like one person pointed out, and I think this was a very valid point, they said, you know, the thing that really got them as the most horrible part of the breakup was the fact that Mock didn't keep the fact that he wanted that he was maybe offered that job abroad in Hawaii a secret from Day to be mad or to pity him in any way. He kept it a secret because he is terrified of losing another person he loves, like he lost his sister Rim. I think that's one of the most heartbreaking things about this whole last episode of Eleven, because he's sitting there and going, I wasn't there for my sister. I didn't pick up the freaking call when she was about to kill herself, and I will always regret that. And what if something happens because I'm not able to be there for you as much because... I'm in Hawaii, or we both moved to Hawaii, and you're not near your mom, or you're not near your brother. How are we going to handle that? And the thing is, is I do think it would have been better if Mock could have been transparent, if he could have been honest with Day and said, I got offered the job, but I don't want to take it. And here's the reasons why. Because the reasons Mock didn't want to take that job had nothing to do with pity whatsoever. It had to do with Mock sitting there and going, the risks outweigh the benefits on this deal for both me and Day. And I think at the end of the day, that's something that really needs to be considered with this whole breakup. Because it's like, again, other people have said on the comments recently, they were like, you know, that's just one little fight. Nobody breaks up over one little fight. And I'm going, you know, that is absolutely true. Because usually, unless it's like a major fight over someone was unfaithful or someone was, you know, I don't know if we even used the term unfaithful. Okay. They were cheating or going out on someone. I'm like, if that happens, then maybe one fight will cause the breakup. But I'm like, or maybe a fight about the actions that occurred will cause the breakup. And I'm going, usually when people break up, it is not because of one little fight. I'm like, 
this whole thing with day, he blows everything out of proportion and also is so self-absorbed that he thinks that it's about pity for him, which when you think about it is supreme selfishness because he isn't thinking one iota about how Mock felt, how the fact that he is terrified of losing those he loves. I'm going, you know, if Day really cared about Mock in the way that he should, he would have sat there and gone, oh my God, this is why he did not accept the job. You know, I need to make sure Mock knows that he does not have to worry about losing me like he lost his sister or like he lost his parents. I'm going, that's what Day needed to do for Mock. But Mock, but Day is so freaking self-absorbed that the stupid fool cannot see the forest of the trees. And so he breaks up with Mock. Mock leaves the house and is bawling on the side of the house. And I'm going, you know, somebody needed to go after Mock. I'm like, I don't know if it should be Day since he's in such a lousy mood. But I'm like, maybe Day's mom or Day's brother should go and check on Mock and make sure he's okay. I'm like, you don't leave people in that kind of situation, even if there's been a disagreement. Because it's like, you know, I've been through for a bank of some island room. You know, they were not pleasant things. Now, they never were that kind of thing. It was mainly like, I figured out that me and that other person were not compatible. I'm like, you know, wish them well. They wish me well. We parted somewhat amicably. But I'm like, you know, if you do break up with someone, you don't do that in that kind of way, in that kind of cruel situation. You sit there and go, you know, you should break up with someone for the right reasons, not because you're a self-absorbed prick. So I think at the end of the day, that's what I'm most upset with Day about in this episode 11, because it just kind of came out of that period. Now, there is a channel called Ty BL Channel, and she has done a brief synopsis of comparing the final bit of the series and her projections for it are their projections for it. I don't know if it's she or there, but anyway, so their projections for it. And then also with comparison to the Thai book, I cannot read Thai and the book is sold out. I've tried to buy it online. I'm like, I can put my Google Translate tool over it and read it. I've done that before with other books in Chinese. I'm like, well, I kind of got the gist of the subject. Although I think the grammar is a little off. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, you know, I'd like to read these books, but yeah, anyway, so I'm also hoping that they do come out with a English version of the book on Amazon. They did that for Vice Versa 1 and 2 um, behind the scenes, which is what Bad Buddy was, was based off of. However, I will say I have not bought the Vice Versa because I got behind the scenes. And let's just say the book is nothing like the movie or series at all. I'm going, no, no, not good. I didn't even read the whole thing. I was like, that the first bit was enough for me. I was like, nope, done, 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 done. <laughs> so this is why Anya does not read BL novels. I like BL dramas, but I do not like the novels because they're not they're not very appropriate usually. But I haven't tried vice versa. Like maybe it would be better. But I that behind the scenes really put a bad taste in my mouth. So I'm going, you know, I'm a little hesitant to fork over sixteen dollars for two parts of vice versa and find out. It's not like the series either. But anyway, lastly, C and Jimmy have done a brilliant job on this series. I mean, I do not like Dee's character at all. I find him absolutely repulsive. But 
Still, he is a brilliant actor for pulling off that role as well as he did. And also, Jimmy did a brilliant, brilliant job. And I think it is so funny because when I first saw Jimmy in shows, I saw him in Bad Buddy. I rarely hate a character's guts, but man, I hated Wise Guts. Now, let me rephrase this. I'm going to say I had no hate toward the actor himself. I'm sure Jimmy is a very nice person. It has nothing to do with Mr. Jimmy. It has to do with that character. It was atrocious for Anna. I was like, I rarely hate characters, but he was right up there with Sauron in Lord of the Rings. I'm going, you know, he's on my hate list. But the thing is, is I'm going, I then saw him and vice versa. And I was like, this really goes to show Jimmy can play anything and pull it off. Now, there has been a lot of discussion because I guess most people consider vice versa a total flop. I find this very, very interesting because apparently the only reason people don't really like vice versa is they didn't get the whole universe travel thing. And they also were upset there weren't more in 17 scenes. I'm like, seriously, that's why you didn't like vice versa. That's really weird reasons. But anyway, so kind of like the people who don't like Lake House starring Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves. And I'm going, how can you not like that movie? In a way, they're very similar. So maybe it's because the people are the same that don't like both. Oh, interesting digression. I will have to make a new podcast. <laughs> okay. I just bought Lake House on Amazon DVD. Or Amazon Instant Video. I could do a comparison contrast with my source. Ooh, the options are limitless. So we could bring in Omari too on the way. Okay. So moving on. But... A lot of people didn't like seeing Jimmy in Vice Versa, which I find very interesting because they were brilliant in Vice Versa. I think it's funny because someone put up a short of usual, typical BL couples, and they're all like riding the motorcycle very huddly. I'm like, I don't mean remember. I've never understood how in GMM TV productions, they always have these weird moments with people riding motorcycles and going, when I ride the motorcycle, I put my hands on the back and I do not touch the person that I am riding. I'm like, even if I was romantically involved with someone, I do not see me doing that. But then we have <laughs> um, Jimmy and C as the BL couple. And it's like, C is beating up Jimmy. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I like them and vice versa. <laughs> Not because they're being aggressive, but because they show their care in a more relatable way for Anna. But anyway, if you haven't checked out Vice Versa and you like Last Twilight, I would highly recommend that you check out Vice Versa. The reason is, or the reasons are, because there are multiple, is number one, it's brilliant. You can watch it on the Rick Warren channel free of charge with English subtitles, just saying. I pay for my YouTube premium because I have a student discount as a college student. And even if I didn't, I'd still work over the $13 to avoid the annoying ads. But you can watch it without that or with that, whatever. But the reason is, is I don't know about most people, but I'm guessing from what I'm getting on YouTube comments that most people are really hating the character of day. However, I would highly recommend you check out Vice Versa because you get to see Jimmy and C acting together as a couple in a way that is much more likable by the end episodes. So I would definitely check that out. Now, I will be making some podcasts on Last Twilight. I'm also doing one, a series on Vice Versa, too, because I realized that I had not done the whole series last year, and I'm like, that is a travesty. So I will be doing that. It slipped my mind. I only did, like, one episode. I'm like, 
people doing? Are I supposed to do a series? But anyway, so I would definitely check out um, vice versa. If you're liking Last Twilight, but you are annoyed as heck at day that will kind of give you a bit more of a backstory on them as actors and what they're what they've done before um i don't know if gmmtv is making another series there's been some discussion that maybe c and jimmy will be doing another set of films because they're not kind of like a gmmtv couple now i do not believe they are romantically involved at all i don't know why people keep saying that they are and i'm like even if they are it's none of my business i'm just watching their show <laughs> i'm going i don't care who cares? As long as they're happy with whoever they're with or whoever they're not with, I'm like, be free, be happy. You know, namaste. But anyway, so you can definitely check those out. I will drop links in the description of this video. The other thing I would highly recommend is the last episode will be airing tonight in Asia, um, in the morning in the uh, Europe and America and South America. So if you haven't checked that out, GMNM TV should be releasing that. It will be at, uh, let me see here, 8.30 ES, or 8.30 a.m. EST time, typically. A few minutes before that, I would start checking out on GMM TV channel. I'm really thinking that Piaf will amaze us with his prowess as a director and make us not meet Danny forever. I mean, you know, we all have goals. I feel like in um, Emma Thompson's Sense and Sensibility with Colonel Brandon sitting there going, may he endeavor to deserve mock. I don't know. That's kind of what comes to mind. <laughs> Check it at the round table. Bye.